0: You're listening to the Faith Matters Podcast with Steve McKinley. Who do you say that Jesus is? Welcome to the Faith Matters Podcast. I'll probably get some hate mail for this question. I get hate mail sometimes for simply talking about passages out of the Bible. But when we bring out the person, the person of Jesus Christ, we often get a visceral reaction. What is it about the person of Jesus that stirs up such spirited and passionate emotions? And you know, the question of who Jesus is is absolutely crucial for life and for the life of faith. And this is a question that Jesus asked of himself when he was here on earth. And we have this in Luke chapter 9, verses 18 through 20. It says, And it came to pass, as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him and asked them, saying, Who say the people that I am? They answered and said, John the Baptist. But some say Elijah, and others say that one of the old prophets is risen again. But he said unto them, Whom say you that I am? Peter answering said, He said, The Christ of God. And so basically Jesus took this popular poll. He, he he asked his disciples, hey, what are people saying about me down in town? What are they saying about me on the street? When you go around and talk to people, who who are people saying that I am? And there was a mixed reaction in the crowd. Some people thought that Jesus was John the Baptist. John the Baptist was the prophet that came before Jesus who was was meant to roll out the red carpet and prepare the way uh, for Jesus the Messiah. And Herod Antipas, the Roman ruler of that time, had had John beheaded. And here the Jews thought maybe Jesus was John the Baptist, uh, risen back from the dead. Other people thought that, uh, that Jesus was Elijah. Elijah was an Old Testament prophet who never died. He was just assumed by God into heaven and uh, so they thought maybe this was Elijah, come back to earth. Other people thought that uh, Jesus was simply an Old Testament prophet who had been risen from the dead. And so in some way they tried to connect Jesus, they, they realized that Jesus was important, and they tried to connect him with uh, some figure uh, from the Old Testament time. But Jesus turns to his disciples and here Jesus had already been affirmed to be the Messiah by angels at his birth. We find that out in Luke chapter two and verse one. By Simeon, Simeon was uh, a priest in the old in, in the um, in the temple, and when Jesus was was brought in by Mary, his mother, Simeon recognized him to be the Messiah, and he blessed him. Also, the demons recognized Jesus whenever Jesus was getting ready to cast demons out of a person. The demons, uh, you know, they could see in the spiritual realm, and they would know that this is the Christ, this is the Son of God. And the demons would call out, why are you bothering us, Jesus? We know who you are. You are the Son of God. Uh, Please don't trouble us. And Jesus would command them to leave the person But now it's time for Jesus' own disciples to confess who he is. And so Jesus turns to them and he says, But who do you say that I am? And Peter says, You are the Christ of God. And so we see different reactions. The crowd has varying reactions. They know there's something important about this man, but they don't really know who he is. Jesus' own disciples who were so near to him Well, they were still coming to terms with who he was, but they recognized him to be the Christ, the Messiah. And Christ simply means the Anointed One. Jesus is the promised Messiah. And so we have this crucial question of who is Jesus, and over in Hebrews chapter 1, the writer of Hebrews here in Scripture tells us more about who Jesus is. In the first uh, four verses of Hebrews. And so in chapter one in verse two, it says that God the Father has appointed Jesus Christ to be the heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. And so we have this uh, very rich description of who Jesus is. And first of all, we see that he is the appointed heir of all things. That means that all things are going to be put under him, and he is going to rule as the king of both the physical universe and the unseen spiritual realm. So who is Jesus? He is king. And we also see that Jesus is the creator. A lot of people don't know that, but the Bible says in a few different places that God the Father used Jesus Christ to create, and Jesus created the universe. And that means that Jesus is pre existent. Pre existent means that he was not created, Jesus stands outside of creation. Uh, He was there before there was a creation. And so who is Jesus? He is pre-existent. He is the pre-existent one. And it also says here in Hebrews 1 that Jesus is the exact image of the invisible God. So he, he is the very essence of God. There is no better likeness of God. And uh, we can't see God because he is invisible, but we can see Jesus. And we read about Jesus here in Scripture and uh, Jesus reveals perfectly to us who God the Father is. And so he is the very image of the invisible God. And what that means is that he is very God. He is of the same essence. Um, he's made of the same stuff that God is. I shouldn't say made. He, he is of the same stuff that God is, and he is God in the flesh. And so who is Jesus, he is God. It also says that Jesus sustains the creation. Not only does he uphold, or not only does he create the universe, but right now he is upholding the universe. And if you think about the laws of physics, why are there certain laws that govern how the uh, universe works? These seem to be immutable laws. And why do the physical elements and forces, why do they obey these unseen laws? Well, the Bible teaches us that it's Jesus Christ who upholds all things by the word of his power, by his very powerful word that he speaks, and also he is carrying creation along to its intended destination. Who is Jesus? He is the all-powerful one. It also says here in Hebrews 1 that he purges us from our sins, and Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for our sins. He paid for my sins, and the Bible says he paid for the sins of the whole world. Jesus died for you, and he paid for your sins. And so who is Jesus? He is the sacrificial lamb and our high priest who brings us to God. And it also says here in Hebrews 1 that he is set down at the right hand of the Father. Where is Jesus right now? He's up in heaven at the right hand of the Father, sitting there waiting uh, to come back to this earth and to step foot on this earth and to set up his worldwide reign. And so, who is Jesus? He is the, the one who is coming back to this earth to reign as Lord and King. And so he is the king, he is the preexistent, all-powerful, sacrificial lamb and our high priest, God in the flesh, and he is the coming Lord and King. Jesus is a controversial figure, and he stirs up passions because of who he is, and because of who he claims to be, and because of who the Bible says that he is. And if he is the Messiah, if he's the risen Messiah and the exalted Lord, then that makes all the difference in the world. And I think the very thought of that scares a lot of people. What if it's really true? What if Jesus Christ really is the life giver? And outside of him there is no life So you can see that this is a crucial question for every person to come to terms with and to answer. Who is Jesus? And who do you think that he is? Are you one of the masses who just kind of speculate about Jesus and maybe just kind of brush him off as someone who's inconsequential, not really to be bothered with? Or are you one of Jesus' disciples who see who he really is and uh, have faith in him and declare him to be the Christ of God. Your very life depends on the answer to that question.